Uh, we are rolling. My name is Tom. Thank you for listening. This is About Madness. And today I have with me two guests from Germany. But yeah, can you guys introduce yourself? So what's your name? Where, where are you guys from? Where are you now? And also, what are your jobs? Yeah, hey, I'm Tyler. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Tom. I come from Canada and I'm currently living in Germany, working as a software developer here in Magdeburg. Hey, my name is Lani. I am from Germany. This year, I finished my master's, and now I'm working as a software tester in Germany as well. Congratulations on! Oh yeah, I mean, I I did say it. Oh yeah, I did help you with yeah, you your. Did. I helped you with your kind of like your thesis. Yeah, the experiment. I'm still so thankful. Thank you very much for helping me. I actually did, still to this day don't really know what it's for. <laughs> it's totally fine. The only thing here that you need to know is that it worked out, and I was able to graduate thanks oh, to you as well. Wait, wait, how, what did you have to do for it? Okay, so I had to do an experiment with at least like 80 people to oh. measure, yeah, you know, what I basically did was measuring your risk preference. Oh, yeah. And then seeing if how you make decisions is related to your characteristics, like your age, mm-hmm. or maybe your academic grade, or yeah, something like that. That was just, yeah, that was the topic of my thesis. What's the results? Like, you know, because I also myself have did bachelor and also my master's and I did like two research. Not, I mean, I'm not great at it. I suck at it. It was, sh- <laughs> it was shit. Like wh- when my professor asked, like, do you want to, like, do you want a book of your research? I'm like, I don't really want to. And then he was like, are you sure? Maybe your mom going to read it. I'm like, okay. Mm. But then I, I, after like, you know, the printing went on. I realized it's all in Japanese and my mom can't read Japanese. And I'm like, yes. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask that. Yeah, I am happy about my thesis as it is. Oh. But I was also wasn't really thrilled to get it like printed and give it to my, I don't know, my family to read it or anything. Right. So yeah, this Tyler, he convinced me to at least get one, uh, one book of it. So we have like a souvenir mm-hmm. just to remember the time. So yeah, now I have one standing up there on the shelf. <laughs> I, I was really happy to receive this. It is up on our mantle. It's up there with pride. Uh, I can't read any of it really, but <laughs> it's, it's German. There. Yeah. What's the result? And you know, what's the, I guess, conclusion? No, 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 the conclusion uh, of the thesis. Okay, the conclusion is that in general, people tend to make risk averse uh, choices so that means when they have decisions to make and there is a risk attached to them they tend to be over careful they oh. try to avoid the risk they if they have the choice most of the people tend to go for the safer option than for the one with the higher uh, with a better result or basically that is that's the result that I got from it and it is in line with the results of all researchers before him. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. nice. Because I still like remember yeah. some of the questions I'm like, do I save my parents? That's like yeah. do I do what do I do the what's that the operation with this much yeah. of percentage or should I not do it? And I'm like you're putting my me in like a very difficult spot. <laughs> like, you know, you're you're just like it's making me it, it is kind of like, you know, because you're putting me into like, because my parents are not as young <laughs> as they are. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of really sad when you like kind of call your parents and then look at your parents once in a while and then find that 
they're actually not young anymore. It's crazy. Yeah. And then so like yeah, out of this age where we think that our parents are are living forever and right. You know, Wherever I call my mom and I see like you know video talk video call them, it's like kind of sad to just see them like oh they have like a another like wrinkle yeah yeah, yeah wrinkle wrinkles like the, everything it's like I feel you it's really kind of sad yeah watching a parent's age is such a struggle it was a very interesting aspect to add to my thesis mm-hmm. because yes you how you make decisions regarding for example a gambling game where you just get money yeah and how you make decisions for your own health mm-hmm. and on the other hand how you decide for the health of a third person that really matters to you like a parent there must be a difference in it right in the uh, pattern of how much risk taking you are willing and yeah to examine that i i find it i found it really really interesting right to, because... yeah, to work on that topic so i'm glad that i got that um topic for my thesis for my professor mm-hmm. it worked out very very well <laughs> because like as you say it's really true because like i for, with like if i do an operation and i have like a 90 chance percentage of like living i'm like yeah just do it like yo let the fucking like 60 percent let's just say 60 percent yeah let's just do it mm-hmm. no but then if, <laughs> if it's my parents i'm like 70 percent like oh 70 percent mm-hmm. dude like that, that's like you know 30 percent less like you know uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's the funny part we are yeah usually apparently the people are convinced that they can take more risk for themselves than for their own parents they do not want to the parents into a risky situation like that and take the responsibility for it that's a dog that's a, <laughs> that took a little bit of a doctrine but yeah oh no oh fine it's just about uh, human habit and mm. yeah decision making and it's a very complex but extremely interesting um uh, field so so yeah uh, <laughs> kind of for like a little backstory for like uh, people listening so me lani and tyler we met in niigata and so, like, Lani and Tyler are, def- like, currently engaged for a long time. Wait, so how, how, how long do people get engaged? Is good it question. That's a very good question. The, um, some friends, when they get engaged, they get married at the same year. Mm-hmm. Other friends, I have other friends that are just engaged to be engaged. Because <laughs> <they> like, <laughs> and they don't plan to get married like the girl was just like no 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 i just want to get engaged now that's it that's okay we can get kids now and just be a happy family uh, <laughs> also worked like that yeah but we are already engaged since before covid 2019 2019 yeah and then planning postponing hmm. covid happening yeah original plan was getting engaged and then about seven or eight months later we would have had the wedding and then corona started and yeah a couple postponements later and here we are <laughs> planning it for next year <laughs> may yeah i mean definitely we, we're gonna go get into the whole planning thing because I'm, i you guys are the first friends i know they're actually like you know getting married it needs to start at some point right <laughs> <laughs> because i definitely have like classmates who've gotten married but i'm not as close to them so you guys are like the first person i'm like i want to be at your marriage <laughs> I want to go there. Can yeah, I, I would try. I would really try. Maybe I'll break some rules in my company and be like, oh, I'm sick. Oh, I'm, I'm sick. I have to go to Germany for like 
some... I need to see German doctors. I'm really sorry. Yeah. You know what? You're going to get away with it too until they hear this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But yeah. So uh, at the start, like, uh, I guess like we're going to start with Lani first. So, mm-hmm. so Lani is first generation German. So your parents came from Vietnam. Vietnam. Right. So, I mean, I'm a fourth generation myself, like a fourth generation Malaysian. So, but I guess it's like a very, not that different, but then in Malaysia, it's more of like you, we are like a part of the community like already. So it's like, when you think about Malaysia, you think about like the Malays, the Chinese and the Indians. But then when you think about Germans, you don't necessarily think about all like the Vietnamese, like Germans, the like the other races. You only think about white guys drinking beer. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, that's true. Since the Vietnamese Germans, mm-hmm. they of course they are Asian looking, yeah. So <laughs> we do stand out in Germany. But the really beautiful part is that uh, now, during these times, it's there is no stereotypical German picture slowly anymore because oh. this multicultural essence of all these different countries, yeah, coming to Germany. Also, especially the Vietnamese part, yeah, it's very central to the history of East Germany. It is an established part of the society so when i for example meet new people and mm-hmm. they're like oh you're from uh, so you're german and they look at me and they're oh so your parents must be vietnamese so they they get it very quickly it's not i don't get off in compliments anymore for my good german anymore <laughs> <laughs> some sometimes it of course happens uh-huh. and it's not mean-spirited or anything yeah mm. That uh, all people would ask for help, and I would, yeah, show them the way or explain something to them, and they're like, genuinely want to make a compliment. They're like, ah, oh, your German is so good. And I'm like, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> and I, I just take it as it is. But yeah, it happens more rarely, and now people are also they are aware of. Yes, even though we don't look it like mm-hmm. it, we are German. That's great. And also, yeah, okay, I was raised in a little city, East Germany, in the countryside. So I think we only had five Vietnamese families in this little <laughs> village. It's very tiny, yeah. And I was the only Vietnamese at the whole high school for a while as well. Oh, wow. And it was totally okay. Mm-hmm. Like, there were, like, all my classmates. I never felt, like, different than them. They never made me feel different. And if there would be someone who is, like, yeah, trying to make me feel like I'm not belonging, yeah. they made sure oh. that this person would feel that she, yeah, she belongs here. And your yeah. friends are just going to fuck um, that person up, basically. Yes, exactly. Like they got my back and I'm really happy for that. Yeah, of course, once in a while, you always meet assholes out there, right? Yeah. It's you can't, can't get them all. Well, to just brush it off. If there's like a douchebag or like someone with very strong opinion about me not being German, then yeah, keep it for yourself. No one is really interested in that. But how how was it like to just be like, you know, you said that it's just like five families when you were like a, a young mm-hmm. kid. But then for me, it was like, you know, we have like families of families of families just like staying in the same neighborhood. So it felt like I was always just kind of part of like the Chinese community more than I guess mm-hmm. the Malaysian, like with other Malays, Indians. So I, I guess like in some way I, you know, it's kind of weird. It's like, I'm not, I know my, I identify myself as I'm not Malay. I'm not Chinese. Like, you know, if someone comes and tells me like, oh, you're Chinese, like you're, you're from China. I'm like, no, fuck off. Like I'm Malaysian. 
Yes, I do. I know my, I guess, like my Chinese culture. I know where it's come from. Everything I, I do try and like you know, keep in touch with it. But deep down, I know I'm Malaysian. But then for you, it's like, but then it's like you know, I know I'm Malaysian. But there's a part of me. It's like, oh yeah, I'm still kind of like Chinese in some way. But then for you, it's like, how was it? Like you know, because I'm fourth generation, so a lot of the cultures are already kind of, like kind of similar, like kind of I guess similar into Malaysian, like Malaysian culture. It became like you know that culture, like you know that culture that they brought from China, was already a part of Malaysia. But then for you, it's definitely different because when you were a kid, you know, Vietnamese culture is still not a big part in Germany, right? Yeah. Okay. You have a point there. Certainly. Because right. my parents, they taught me and my brother all the things like the traditions that we do, the holidays that we have. Yeah, they showed us how to treat each other and also. How you want to be treated, and that like family is such an important thing to us. And even though I see my Vietnamese family、mm-hmm. in Vietnam just every four years, it doesn't matter because they are my family. They belong to me, and I belong to them. And I have to cherish that. It's、uh... very important. So that was always such a nice thing. And I would already there see some differences compared to German families、mm-hmm. or classmates because they're yeah. Uh, Western culture,、uh, not every German family, I would say, has like such a tight, tight bond. Right, right.、Um, for their own、uh, relatives, like yeah, of course. When we are in Vietnam, it would always be like, every we try to visit everyone, we try to time with everyone, and we always have to stay at family <laughs> houses. Yeah, we are not allowed to go to hotels, and we would always ensure, please also try to visit us. It's so important to us. While other yeah, German friends are like, yeah, I have a cousin, but I never saw him. Yes, he's living in the city, but we never see each other. I don't know.、Oh. That was such a yeah, so difficult for me to understand how you are family, but you don't see each other or you don't try to be close. And that was really interesting to me. And yeah, besides that, deep down, I feel very German. I speak better German than Vietnamese. <laughs> and, I was born here, raised.、Mm-hmm. I went to school here. Yeah, so therefore, I would say I identify myself extremely German. I even speak with the East German dialect. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but on the other hand, I am very proud of my roots.、Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very happy that I am also Vietnamese at the same time.、Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Embrace that a little more now. I'm a little embarrassed about that、uh, fact that I do not speak Vietnamese as good as I as I would like to.、Uh-huh. So now I'm catching up with that. Yeah, show my mom, for example, that、uh-huh. I I really love my country, of course,、mm-hmm. Vietnam as well, and her, and our family. And saying it would be a little too easy. So now I'm sitting down <laughs> and learning Vietnamese, and it's difficult, but. Um, I know it's worth it, and even though I think I would probably never go to Vietnam to forever live there, I want to cherish it. That big part in my life that defines me as a Vietnamese.、Uh, like, like,、uh, Ty, do you tease Lani when she's、uh, like, you know, she's trying to because you learn German, you're learning German right now. You're like, Lani, you don't speak Vietnamese, so you can't complain about me not speaking Ger- like, you know, German. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I haven't really, but now you've given me some ideas. So, <laughs> thanks for that. I gave you some some like ammo. Yeah, yeah, you gave me some ammo there. 
but uh, in all honesty, it's pretty neat to see how much effort she's putting in and and actually improving. I know I don't understand any of it, <laughs> but it's uh, it's interesting to see how fluent she's become. Less breaks in sentence mm. structure and things like that, or pronunciation. Sounds pretty good. I, I don't Sounds know. Sounds convincing. It, it's convincing. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's pretty neat to see the growth there. Like when, when Lani said something about like you, when your family is just like trying to like meet every single person. I don't know about you, but in my family, my my dad's side is pretty small. But in my mom's side, like it's huge. I have like cousins who I think they're my cousins, like a second cousin, third cousin. But I don't really know you. But I see you, you know, like. I meet you. I I I know your mom because your mom gave me some you know red pa- red packets <laughs> during Chinese New Year. Like you know, <laughs> like I know your mom because she's handed me some money. But then I don't technically know you. So that like that it's like you know. Yeah, I I know that too. My mom's side of the family is also huge. So she has so many aunts and cousins, and yeah, therefore I'm also not really close to them. Yeah, it's but pretty hard. When we meet, yeah, when we meet. They never miss a chance to make me feel extremely welcome mm. and that I belong with them and that they, yeah, they would, <laughs> if they could, they would do anything with uh, me. That's so nice because I think for my family, it's more of like, oh, like the moms, we, we, the kid, go and get the money. <laughs> and then yeah. the mom, and then after we get, you know, after the priorities are set straight, you know, every, after we got all of money, we're just gonna like sit in a bunch. Everyone has that like their own phone. We just we don't really talk, you know, because we're kids, we're teenagers, uh-huh. you know. We try to be edgy. We're like, eh, I'm yeah. too cool. I'm too cool for this family bullshit. Your your parents never forced uh, they your did. kids to yeah, no, play play with each other. They did. They're like, you, you guys are cousins. It? You guys are cousins. You know, like do you remember like this 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 aunt carry you when you were a little baby? Or like, you know, those like you know, those shit. And you're like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know that shit. So yeah, I mean, we definitely had to remember. do that. I don't remember. I was a baby, you know. <laughs> yes, same for me. I also have to listen to that very often. It's like, here, look who visited us. Uncle this and that. He met you when you were that little. Do you remember? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I don't. Thank you for visiting us. Welcome. Right. Can I get you a drink? Right, exactly. But then now we are reaching that age for like, yeah. You know, because I have like uh like cousins who already have children like your children and I definitely did carry them when we were a kid. But then because I've been in Japan for so long, so they've grown like they're ten or eleven. I've never seen them like maybe after they were two or three. So if I go back, I'm gonna be that uncle. Be like, Oh yeah, yeah. he carried you when you were a little kid. <laughs> You're the one that yeah. <laughs> How like how the tables have turned seriously? Yeah, it's crazy. Like me complaining about mm-hmm. I don't know this person. Like I I don't have memories when I was a little kid too. Like I'm being that uncle. Oh, you really become what you fear. Yes, I also remember that happening to me for the first time when I saw a little girl again from my mom, a friend, and yeah, my mom was just saying, "Look how much she grew. You were." We were playing with her when she was a baby and she's like looking at me with the same empty eyes that I used to. <laughs> <laughs> that stranger. And we just like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it then because it's uncomfortable for both sides at that point. <laughs> right. It's, 
really true. It's like the, the worst part of having just like a huge family. Yes, it's good. It's, it's good. a cycle. Yeah, it's, it's a cycle. It's, it's all right. They're also gonna. They're also gonna be where we are. Like you know, like we we were there once. So it's not. I, it's as you say. It's not gonna. Not gonna end. It's actually pretty cool. Like you're just like you're from Germany and everything, but we kind of have like the same. Not it's treatment, just like yeah, the same like uh, what what's that word? Things happening to us. Ah, I think it's due to the experiences. Yeah, 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 yeah. Experiences. Yes, that's the whiskey talking. <laughs> the whiskey is talking already. Yeah, the whiskey is talking. <laughs> yeah. I've like ever since you guys left, I've been I've become weak. <laughs> I've become yeah. weak. I've become pathetic. Like I haven't drank strong in a long time. That's good for you though. <laughs> that's good for my liver. Yeah, true. My Don't liver stay is fresh. Yeah, my liver's like, yes, finally, you've decided to be nice to me. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, we are both from Asian families, so mm. our cultural background is not too far away, even though we were raised at very different places. Tyler's just like, I don't, I kind of relate, but not really. <laughs> Why? Not so much. I, I understand what both of you are saying, but... Canadian problems. I can't relate so much. No. And any Canadian problems that you know, families huddling up in the winter because it's too cold. Yeah, in the igloo and eating beaver tails. Yeah. <laughs> like Ty- like Tyler, you've always seen like Lani's family. Is your family like as big as hers? As big? No, I wouldn't say so. Yeah, both my parents' sides are relatively small. Mm-hmm. A couple aunts and uncles on each side, and. Mm. I can count on two hands all of my cousins. So, oh wow, yeah. I'm actually it's, jealous. Uh, <laughs> it's sort of a different. I get quite a few less uh, red envelopes uh, from Lani's side. <laughs> no, from his side. Oh really? Yeah, compared to compared to you two, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> it hit, it, like it just hit me. I was like, oh okay, okay, yeah, that's why, that's why. <laughs> Tyler's actually the perfect example. His mom has two brothers. I think, yeah. One sister. And one sister. Did I even meet one of your two uncles? Never, right? No. Yeah. Just met the aunt. But, yeah, one of your uncles is living in California. California, yeah. Mm. The other one is still in Canada, though. Still in Canada, yeah. East Coast. Yeah. But we never met him. No. Yeah, see? Never. <laughs> I, I brought Tyler to yeah. Vietnam, oh. and we were visiting almost... We try to visit every day. We were meeting a new relative, yeah. And I had to explain to him why this person is related to me. <laughs> well, we are one. I visited him in Canada. We did not manage to meet like his closest uncle and aunts. All of them. They was like, oh goddamn. I mean, I I have family, uncles and cousins that I haven't seen in ten plus years. Wait, you and guys don't get together for like i guess christmas some of the family but not the entire family i guess like when the grandparents yeah. like you know the the the, to- the one at the top passed right. away yeah. you guys stopped gathering i guess yeah they still exist they're still on this earth some of them yeah. <laughs> but but yeah it's i i think comparing it to lani's family for instance we do have good bonds but we're <laughs> probably not as close meeting wise going to see each other and check uh, in on each other just a little bit of difference there Lani, like so i recently just talked to my like my cousin like when we were mm-hmm. just about so this cousin lives lives in when this was when back when i was in back in malaysia so this cousin lives in the city 
So her mom is my mom's sister. So when mm-hmm. she, uh, I guess my aunt was kind of like you know young, she went into the city, met this guy, and then got married. And so half my cousin. And so every single Chinese New Year, they drove for six hours from like the end of Malaysia mm-hmm. to the upper end of Malaysia to just meet us. And they would always sit, like you know stay at my place, and I've always loved it. Because you know it's like, like I have like relatives. Like you know, it's it's fun. You know, to have like kids around yeah. your age, you just hang out, you just play. But I recently talked to them, and they, it, it felt like I didn't really talk that much to them. It kind of felt it's like, hey, yeah, you know, we good. Like it's like, <laughs> I guess more like because we were teenagers, so we didn't really talk that much, mm. and there was no need to. So like when I actually asked her to be on the podcast, we actually got to talk more, and I was like, oh, it's actually quite interesting. Just like. Get you to know, like, to know you in, I guess, a deep, deeper level. And it's also, it's also, it was kind of, kind of weird to just hear her speak in a full English accent because she is, she's from Malaysia, but she's now in yeah. the UK, and she speaks full English. Oh, and I was like, okay. it's so weird. Just, I mean, obviously, I changed my accent based on who I speak with. If I'm speaking with <laughs> Malaysian, I okay. go full on Malay. Have you, you guys heard my Malaysian accent before? No. No, never. Oh. We never tra- saw you talking to a Malaysian person. Oh yeah. So maybe it never triggered your Malaysian accent. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you gotta show cool. us one day. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's like especially when I do my podcast, I do. I I just try to change into I guess this accent. Like it's nice, not nice. It's just like you know, it's just more melodic, maybe. Yeah. It's not that hard to like understand because. If I talk like this, then everyone's like, "Oh, why you talk like Malaysian?" <laughs> I mean, I can, I, I, uh, I, if I want, I can change, but uh, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. But it's pretty cool that you can adapt it that quickly. I mean, it's my culture. Okay. Like, it's like I, I, when I was a kid, speaking in perfect English or speaking in like good English is considered like kind of like a show off. <laughs> Try hard. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I speak Chinese, so like if I try to speak like a very Chinese, like you know, from China, they're gonna be like, "Why are you trying so hard?" Like you know, dude, like you're from Malaysia, fuck off, fuck off this with this accent, you know. <laughs> be a proper Malaysian. That, that's what they would say. So it was pretty cool to just like listen to how she like you know sounded so British, but like I also found out that she apparently was kind of like a little bit annoyed every single time she has to go from the country, like you know, the city. To the countryside to just meet up with like us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's normal. But once yeah. you're there, and you hang out and play with your cousins, then yeah. it's all forgotten. Right. I, when I I listened to, it, I was like, oh, okay, like you know, because I was always like you know really happy when cousins comes over, yeah. and it's like, oh, I I didn't see you in like a long while, but it was yeah. kind of interesting to just get like that perspective. Nah, come on! I bet you also sometimes feel like. Oh, they're coming over. I just want to chill in my room. I just want to have my peace. And then they arrive and they're like, oh, actually, yeah, hanging out is fun. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it because they always only come around like, you know, the new year, like Chinese New Year or like uh, when, you know, some events going on. So it's usually holiday when they come. And also my mom can't be super strict with me. <laughs> I don't have to do homework when they're here. Oh, because nice. because my aunt is gonna be keep gonna be keeping my my mom occupied. You know the sisters are gonna talk, 
So yeah. when they when my mom is being distracted, I can go and play with my phone. I can play with a lot of shit. So it's like you know, it's basically a perfect distraction for me. So yeah, kind of like I guess changing topics a little bit, like jumping from there here. Let's talk about Japan. You know, the the place where we talked about. So like, Ty- like Ty- Tyler can finally feel like I can finally join this conversation. Hey <laughs> guys, contribute something. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't think I've ever asked you guys before. Like, why did you decide to come to Japan? And also, why Niigata? It's like the middle of nowhere for two of you guys. Everyone is like, yeah. This episode is getting a little bit too long, so I'm just gonna cut it here. If you're interested in binge listening to the next episode, head over. It's probably out right now. As always, thank you for listening. My name is Tom. This is Abroad Madness, and we'll see you next episode. Bye bye.